Somebody say Rehoboth. God has made room for all of us. Can we take it back to the 80s a little bit, everybody? Good day once again. This is Pastor Thomas with Rehoboth Ministries. We are experiencing a great time in the Lord and we are excited once again for the thing that we call the Fireside Chat and we have some anointed evangelists, missionaries and and First Lady as well with us here. And I'm just excited to talk about the Lord once again. So we're going to allow everyone to introduce themselves as we prepare to hear and study some word from God. Say hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. This is First Lady Alicia. I'm so glad to be with you on today. Hello, listening audience. I'm excited about the word of God on today. Looking forward to this fireside chat. What about you, sisters? I'm excited. Hello, this is Evangelist Shelly Garvin. I'm so excited to hear what thus says the Lord on tonight. Just keep your ears tuned and your spiritual ears as well as your natural ears so you can hear what it is that we all need to hear. Good evening. This is Missionary Savetta Garvin. I am so grateful to be here in this podcast session. I am ready to hear what thus said the Lord. I'm excited and I'm hopeful and waiting to hear what God has in store for us through our pastor and our awesome panel around this fire. Join in. Good evening, sisters and brothers. This is Evangelist Angelina, and I'm also excited about tonight. Can't wait to hear what the Lord is going to speak through our pastor. So I don't want you to get too comfortable, but I want you to stay tuned, open up your spiritual ears, and let's listen to see what the Lord has to say. Amen. Awesome, awesome. We're excited once again, and uh, I believe God has a word for us all today. And in this session tonight in particular, we're going to specifically talk to you guys about hearing from the Lord, hearing from God. And this is a very, very important lesson um, that we must really endeavor to understand hearing from God. It is in no way comparable to hearing from someone else, Mm -hmm. because in order to hear from God, you must amen, be spiritually in tune with God. And a lot of times, and and this is just me stepping on my soapbox for a moment, because I, I don't want the saints of God to be confused because we have many people, many ministries, many uh, churches that are there to have or have listed steps for your spiritual hearing or for hearing from God. Now, that sounds good, but it, it contradicts scripture. And that's the first point that I want to bring out is that the Bible says that Jesus said in John 10 and 27, I believe, he said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. Now, look at that. He said, my sheep First of all, in order to hear the voice of God or the voice of Jesus, he attaches ownership to those that hears. He said, my sheep hear 
my voice. Now, you notice what he did not say. He did not say my sheep are taught to hear me, but he said my sheep hear my voice. You cannot teach something that is supposed to be an inherently gained ability from your converted life. And that's one of the things that I really want to focus on today, that when you have been converted, when you have accepted Jesus Christ into your life and you are a new creature or a new created being, a part of it, a part of the new birth is being able, and this is the thing that we must understand, being able to understand your father. Because I, me and my wife, we, we have five kids and we never sat down with any of them evangelists and said, this is how you hear me. Yes. They were born into the world and because of their birth, they begin to hear us in the natural realm. And the more they listen to us, the better they develop their ear to hear or to understand the words of their natural father and mother. So I never sat down with any of my kids and said, hey, this is how you hear. Step number one, it's an inherent value. When they came out of the womb, they came out with ears. When there is a new birth occurring, you come out with spiritual ears. You come out with the ability within you, not only to hear, but to seek God and to desire his voice and his presence. Now, this is one point that I want you to understand. We all talk about, oh, fellowship, fellowship. You cannot have fellowship unless you have communication. If you don't communicate with God, there is no fellowship. You can go to church. You can do all of the things that you, you know, are accepted as being a reasonable means of giving God praise, honor, and glory. But God simply wanted and wants for us to fellowship. He didn't come down from heaven. Let's just go to the Bible. When he came down from heaven, he came down in the cool of the Eden. The Bible said that the voice of the Lord came down and visited Adam. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, Adam, Adam, let me see your shout. Let me see your dance. He wanted to commune with him. He wanted to talk with Adam. He wanted to fellowship with Adam. He wanted to see how Adam's day went, which he already knew. He wanted pure communing with him. And see, we mistake our praise, our worship for fellowship. And yes, it's a great thing because the Bible says, they that worship me must worship me in spirit in truth. Now that's that's the first thing about worship. It's a one-way street. You are worshiping God, but fellowship should take a precedence because you should fellowship with God all the time. Right. Every day, every moment, every hour. And when we understand that, that is how we are communicating with God. We are hearing from him and we are responding. We are sending up our petitions and he's responding to the things that he has uh, for us. So we fellowship, we are communing, we are hearing. There is a dialogue, an interchange between words between you and the Heavenly Father. Now that's the significance, first of all, primarily of hearing we can't fellowship 
if we can't hear. The thing that really strengthens your hearing, write this down, and I want you to talk to, I want y'all to listen and, and maybe even respond to talk about this spiritual hearing. It is something that happens, this spiritual hearing within you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen externally, internal. but it's an internal manifestation. Amen. That if you are in a room and there's complete silence, you can spiritually talk to God. Yes, yes. And he can spiritually manifest himself to you on the inside. Right. Because we've developed through our new birth a spiritual ear. Now, if you have not had a new birth, how can you have a spiritual ear? So without being born again, you can't have a spiritual ear. And, that, and that, I know that's in some ways a difficult thing for people to understand. But if the spirit is not living in you, then you can't have a spiritual ear. Now, if this thing, this hearing, this spiritual hearing occurs and is manifest within you, the action or the mechanism of action within you happens through the spirit of God. So it is, it is the spirit of God that strengthens your ear, that helps you, and it gives you the ability to hear from God, to respond to his call, to walk in the word and the will that he desires of you. Now, this is what the Hebrew for the word hear or heareth. It is called Shama. S-H-A-M-A. Another thing that you must understand about Shama and what it really means, because we take this, this uh, understanding that it's just for us to open up our spirit, man. That's not so. Shama or hearing in the Bible, it means to consent. It means to understand. Not only understand and consent, but it means to accept. This is significant because you can go to church, naturally hear the word, but not spiritually hear it. Because if you don't accept it, you just heard it with your audible, with your ear or your auditory functions. But when you hear spiritually, you do not reject the word of God. You accept it, whether it is really something that's, um, that is really impeding your life. You, you know, sometimes that God, the word of God will expose our sins and our actions. And we, mm-hmm. we sit there for a moment and we become quiet and we say, oh, Lord, pastor talking about me or this is going on. The one thing I learned as a child, and it's very significant that even if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I'm never going to reject the word of God. I'm going to accept it wholeheartedly. That's a part of hearing spiritually. Now, I want to show you this scripture here because if you understand that hearing is spiritual, is manifest internally through the spirit, I have to give you a scripture to augment or to support or to advocate what I'm talking about. So let's turn to the book of 1 Peter. First chapter. 
Anybody have any comments over anything so far? First Peter, the first chapter. Because this, this, this chapter here really follows along closely to what we're talking about. Because we talked about the new birth. So, so uh, look at verse number six. We're going to go through a few scriptures here. Verse six says, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, rejoicing, he said, you greatly rejoice, though now for a what? Season. There's going to be times through your trials and your tribulations that you're going to rejoice and other times that you're not going to feel like rejoicing, but will rejoice anyway. Mm-hmm. If need be, this verse 6 says, you are in heaviness through your manifold or many temptations. But he gives us the significance of the temptation. He said that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold, because gold perisheth, though it be tried with fire, this test, this trial might be found unto what? Praise, unto honor, and unto glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now here is faith right here in verse number eight. Whom having what? Not seen. seen. Mm -hmm. Even though you haven't seen him, you love him. him. Even though you haven't seen him, you hear from him. Mm -hmm. Because it is the duty of a believer not to walk by things that you see. Because we walk by faith, faith not by and not by what? Sight. So whom having not seen, you love. Mm-hmm. And whom though now you see him not, what does it say? Yet we are believing, yet we are believers. Mm-hmm. I can hear him, but I can't see him. Mm-hmm. I can obey him. But I can't see him. I can believe in him, but I can't see him. And it says, yet rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Verse 9 says, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your what? Souls. The purpose of your faith. Is to save your soul. Now, this is why I came right here. He says, of which the salvation of the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come. But here's why we came. Verse number 11. Searching what or what manner of what time the what? Spirit of Christ, which was where? In them. So the spirit signified and it testified and it talked of the sufferings of Christ that the glory and the glory that should follow. So here the significance of this is is that the spirit that's manifest 
inside of you is significant and it testifies of Christ. It talks to you through Jesus Christ. So our spirit should bear witness with his spirit and it speaks to us internally of the things that will come to pass and the things that we are going to go through and the things that we are going to endure. Part of this is hearing totally from God. And sometimes we we don't understand. We're looking for, amen, a light bulb. And when you understand God, I'll give you an example. If I, if I was at home right now and I wasn't in the same room with my wife and I said, Alicia, she'll say yes because she knows my voice. Mm-hmm. But if Evangelist called her name, mm-hmm. she, no matter what Evangelist said, she couldn't trick her that she was her pastor because the voices are what? Different. Different. And I want you to understand that. So if I told her to walk outside, she walked outside, stood on the sidewalk and said, don't come inside until I called you. No matter who called her, she won't move. Why not? Because she doesn't recognize their voice. The new birth comes with a spiritual ear that with that spiritual ear, you begin to mold and you begin to grow your spiritual ear. and You begin to know and be, begin to discern mm-hmm. the voice of God. Right. Wow. No matter what man she sees, he's never going to say, I'm your husband. She'll say, you lying. That's right. Why? She knows my voice. Mm-hmm. No one can trick her mm-hmm. for who I am. Why? Because she knows my voice. Mm-hmm. That's how God is. That's right. You can sit there and the enemy could be speaking at the same time that God is speaking and you'll say, Mm-mm, no, that ain't God there. Yeah. Because it, wisdom from God is pure, gentle, peaceable, without partiality. That's James 3, 17 and 18. And you'll sit there and you'll understand that that's not God. So, Pastor, what you're saying is hearing requires relationship. It requires a relationship. communion with God. Mm -hmm. It has to have, the only way you can know his voice is to talk to him. Mm -hmm. If you don't talk to him, you don't recognize it. But because you talk to him and you recognize him and you've heard it before and you've experienced it before and you know this voice before, no one can trick you that it's Mm -hmm. not God. That, you know, they're, they're God. You know that it's not God. And see, that's, that's the simplicity of it. That when you get to a certain point, you say, Mm-mm, no, I know that ain't God. Mm-hmm. I didn't heard you talk before. The older my children get, the more they recognize my voice. Mm-hmm. And you might say something. You, you all, I think all of you guys are mothers. Even when they out the womb, they recognize your voice. Yes, they do. Am I right? They do. do. No matter who hold that baby, it could be one or two days old. They know their mother. Because there's a special bond between the mother and child. You are spiritually the same as a natural baby. When you come out, you know God. You've experienced him. 
And when you know him and you hear him and you love him and you understand what he's done for you, oh, nobody can't trick you and tell you that they ain't a God, that Jesus is not real. No, you know him for yourself. So that's the significance. The significance that I want this, this message to go through is there has to be communication in order for there to be fellowship. If there's no talking, there's no relationship. So it's important, what you're saying is it is important when you become a new convert, a new believer, that you just don't stop there. You continue to develop your relationship with God. Exactly. And you said that being saved allows you to gain the access Mm -hmm. to hearing God. Because without the new birth, she can bring an adopted child to the house and say, hey, babe, they don't know her voice. That's right. We got to develop that relationship and that bond. That's it. No bond, no birth, more, more than anything. Without the birth, you're adopted. But when the birth comes, now you're an heir of the child of God. And God is going to bless you. Go ahead, Evangelist. So just to recap, the spirit has to recognize the spirit. So if you have the spirit of God, the spirit recognizes the spirit from the father when he speaks. That's it. So you can't be lost. Mm-mm. You should decipher who's talking and who's not talking. But you have to have his spirit. You need the Is spirit. Of, exactly. You need the spirit of God on the inside. Let's, let's go to Romans. I want to show you this scripture here. I think it's Romans in the eighth chapter. Because really this hearing thing, and, and, and I want this to be very, whoever listens to this later, this has to be very significant to you mm-hmm. because your relationship is dependent upon fellowship. Fellowship is dependent upon communication. Communication is dependent upon new birth. Without the new birth, there's not a lot of fellowship. Without the communication, there isn't fellowship. Without the fellowship, you can't hear. So it all goes back to the new birth. When you're born again, now you're a child. Your father is no longer the enemy of Satan, but now your father is Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's what? A new creature. And what does the Bible say? Old things. Passed away. I passed away and behold all things are what mm-hmm. become brand new so 8th chapter of the book of Romans I'm going to show you this and I don't know how much time we have 8th chapter of the book of Romans this, we're going to go through this and we're going to show you this right here verse 14 well there's so many scriptures here y- y'all know how I am <laughs> Let's go to verse number six. And we'll look at verses five and six. He says, for they that are after the flesh, verse five, do what? Mine, the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, capital S, they mind the things of the what? Spirit. 
Then it says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So verse eight says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot do what? Please God. Please God. Because your affection is only fleshly. And that's the sad part. We have a whole ministries where we cater to the affections of fleshly people. When we should cater and we are sitting here trying to introduce them to the spirit of God through Christ and we're catering to the flesh, you can't hear God in the flesh. You can't please God in the flesh. There's no good thing in the seventh chapter of the same book in the flesh, but you should mind the things of the spirit. Now look right here. He says in verse number 14, I'm going to skip about it. It says for as many as are what? led by the spirit of God they are who the sons of God and if you are a son of God then that means you are an heir if you are an heir if you are a son now you can hear your father with hearing your father, mm-hmm. you can discern what he is saying to you. Sometimes it takes some developing, but now because I am a son, now I can hear God. Yes. And look what he says right here for verse 15. You have not received what? 15, the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received spirit of adoption. Now that I'm adopted, I can cry to my father and my father will hear me Mm -hmm. and answer me and I will hear what he has to say. The spirit, verse number 16, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, what does it do? Beareth witness with the little spirit, the spirit of you, which your soul, which is your total man. It bears spirit, uh, bears witness with you of who your identity is. So you know who you are. You won't let anybody discourage you and tell you you ain't saved. Jesus. So I I submit to someone, stop listening to others and listen to your father. Amen. Listen to the spirit that's bearing witness with your spirit. But instead we would choose to hear the enemy and I gave you an example. If Angie said, Alicia, she knows that's not me. And she won't listen to it. But if I say, Alicia, she said, oh, yeah, that's my husband there. Why would we sit here in the natural and listen to the enemy when we can sit here and listen to God at the same time? The devil trying to put everything in your mind and tell you you're not this and tell you that. You're choosing to listen to the natural and you got a spiritual that we can listen to right there. The spirit bears witness with our spirit. Verse 17 says, and if children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, we may also be glorified with him by hearing the word of God. So this is the thing that is developed within you because it's the same spirit that we're talking about that we're going to talk about a little bit later because now you understand hearing and this is the part that people don't want to accept. It also, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter in a few minutes in this next podcast. 
the spirit gives you discernment. That's what's missing. Discernment. Great, great, great. You just don't develop it. It comes from a spiritual manifestation in your life that you can discern. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost tells you, no, that ain't, mm -mm. nope, that ain't it. That's not it. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but I want the saints of God, if we listen and learn anything else that we talked about tonight, we must understand that this thing, hearing from God, is a manifestation of the spirit within you and of your relationship. And once again, this has been a fireside chat. And we love God and we hope you love him too. Real faith, real purpose. Rehoboth. God, God bless, bless you. Man.